All right, part two here on the Jason Moss Podcast coming up in just one second. We've got uh, Denmark Danes. Yeah, back in the home state of Forsyth, Georgia. Uh, the Denmark Danes, Denmark High School up there in Forsyth County. Uh, Coach Mike Palmieri came on the show today to talk about his team, uh, what happened last year, the end of the season game with Grayson, and where his program is headed in 2022 uh, over there at Denmark. Um, cool colors. I like their colors, and uh, Forsyth is just a booming area back home in uh, in Georgia. But, uh, yeah, it was great to talk to Coach Mike about his, uh, his team and his coaching style and all that good stuff. So check that out here on part two of today's Chase Thomas podcast. Uh, this is uh, one of the more shorter ones, but it's great. A lot of good information here. So check that out uh, today. And don't forget, folks, you can watch this very program and watch these episodes and clips and all that good stuff over on the YouTube page, youtube.com, type in the Chase Thomas podcast. That easy, that simple. Go ahead and check that out today. Uh, tweet at me at Chase double underscore Thomas. Like the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Chase Thomas writer. Email me at uh, chase podcast at gmail.com. And then, of course, read my writing at sportsrenaissanceman.substack.com, sportsrenaissanceman.substack.com. Type in your email and become a subscriber today. All right, Uncle Darren, part two. Let's go. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, we're back here on the Chase Thomas podcast, the Tuesday, May twenty fourth edition of the podcast, and I am now joined by a first timer back in my home state in my. Uh, I shouldn't say home area. My family uh, moved there after I graduated from uh, Parkview, but um, the Swanee area, the Forsyth County area, Denmark Danes. Fun mascot, fun colors. I like y'all's color scheme. I, it looks good. Um, I'm about it. But uh, for Scythe, just building more and more in the football realm, uh, the county is just getting stronger and stronger. And one of those uh, guys responsible for that is Coach P here on the Chase Thomas podcast. Do you go by Coach P? Do you not go by Coach Palmieri? Uh, for my players, a lot of them have a hard time pronouncing Palmieri, but I, most people call me Coach Palmieri. Players mm. call me Coach P. Okay. Well, I appreciate you being here today, Coach Palmieri. Um, I am excited because I have a, a lot of stuff I wanted to pick your brain on um, about this past year and about where Denmark's going. But I want to first start uh, spring ball wrapping up here. Uh, summer workouts, I imagine, coming pretty soon. But with graduation and everything, a little bit time in between. I talked to a lot of high school coaches here in East Tennessee. And this week's kind of like the the break in between uh, summer workouts and everything. But what about you? What uh, What's been uh, what's the offseason been like for you? So we, you know, we finished up our spring on Friday. We had a little inner squad spring scrimmage controlled. Mm. Um, you know, just really wanted to get out of there healthy, let a lot of the young kids play to build some depth. Um, we uh, we actually get our weight room redone this mm. week. So we're off this week, and then next week's our little dead period. So we start back June 6th with our summer workouts. Okay. What, uh, what, how big, like how pretty crazy and expansive is this new new workout space for you guys? Um, well, it's the same thing. We just upgraded the floor equipment. You know what I mean? We kind of turned it into, uh, um, you know, our own little special place, artwork on the wall. Um, it was kind of plain. Mm. But that, um, you know, uh, a little paint to the walls, new equipment, you know, it'll pick the kids up a little more and uh, give us a better opportunity to get these kids stronger for this upcoming season. Is there anything you're still thinking about from last season? 
Um, yeah, we just, I mean, we had a couple of games we didn't finish in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we, 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 we played pretty well in the playoffs. You know, we were in the game in the fourth quarter against Grayson. And, uh, you know, we had we had uh, 21 underclassmen, you know, 20 underclassmen starting for the first time. And, um, you know, it, it was a good season. You know, we, we reached one of our goals. We won the region for the first time in, uh, in 7A. We've been there two years. The year before we uh, finished runner-up. So, it was a good season for us, but we need to do uh, we, you know, our goals a little better than what we were last year. Did great? What did Grayson throw at you that kind of kind of surprised you? Was there anything really that they surprised? Th- I mean, they throw ninety-seven athletes at you. So. <laughs> but uh, besides that, no, they're well coached. You know, they hit us kind of early. It was five nothing halftime. You know, they pulled yeah. ahead a little bit in the third. We came out scored twenty-one points in the fourth. But you know, our program th- those are the games we need to play. You know, we mm-hmm. played the year before. We played Collins Hill and. Anytime we get a chance to play these top schools in Georgia, it's such a young, you know, start of our school. Um, and my tenure at Denmark, it's it's a blessing. So we learned a lot from it. Um, you know, we know we had to get our kids stronger. We have to get them faster. And that's what we've been doing since January. What's the hardest part about coaching a team that's so reliant on underclassmen? Excuse me, what happened? Oh, what is the most difficult part about coaching a roster that's uh, filled with a lot of underclassmen atop the depth chart? Uh, well, it's, 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 it, I mean, just the experience of good decision-making mm. um, when you have to, uh, you know, get into the fourth quarter and, you know, that senior leadership would kick in. Um, but, you know, when you have a bunch of young kids, they kind of, it's a gift and a curse, you know, that sometimes, like last year, we won a lot of games in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this year we have more senior leadership with some young kids mixed in. So that's what you're kind of looking for. And as far as building a team and building a program to have a good mixture of kids. Um, but last year we made some young mistakes, but we grew, um, and now we're better for it. You know, coming into this season, we got a lot of kids that played a lot of downs for us. Um, when you took this Denmark job, what drew you to Denmark in the area originally? I mean, just the whole, I, I was looking for a school that is. I was for a school that is, um, you know, uh, that fit me in something, a new challenge in my coaching career. Um, you know, and definitely uh, the environment for my son and family. Um, you know, it, it's a, it's an environment that, you know, my son, I feel my family can thrive in. That was a big part of it. And then, you know, just, you know, me as a coach, I was looking for, you know, a, a different type of challenge. And, you know, it was a new school. I opened three schools up before that, pretty much new programs huh. and, you know, I kind of, you know, I, I have an idea of what I like and what, I, what direction I wanted to go. So it was a great opportunity for me. Kind of fit me perfect. What is so for people on the outside who don't see it? What's what's some of the what are, what are some of the hardest parts about starting a, a school and a, pro, a football program from the ground up? Like you're you're beginning the culture, you're creating the culture. How how different is that than a coach coming into another program? Um, and just well, it's just, the coach? hardest thing is to get the kids to believe in themselves. You know, we had a mm-hmm. lot of kids that, um, you know, they don't have a lot of confidence in their, their skill. They haven't played. You got a lot of young kids and putting a coaching staff together is really important. Um, I'm blessed to have the coaching staff I did and, you know, building a culture and, and making them play for, you know, what's on their helmet. You know, it's a, it's a hard thing to do this day and age, you know, and, you know, making sure they understand it's a privilege to play high school football and them buying into that and, and more or less the coaches buying into it too. Um, it's the hardest thing to do and uh, I think we're in the right direction in Denmark. We took some great strides over the last two years and we feel comfortable where we're at as a program. 
How has coaching changed since you first got into the coaching profession? Um, it's it's something that is you know it changed to um, just how you have to treat the kids. You know, I mean, it's always it's always been you know back twenty years ago when I started, it was a little more hard nosed. You know, mm-hmm. um, now you got you got you know you just got to be a little more careful, a little more patient. Um, you know, it's 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 you know this everything is changing as whole with social media and everything going around it. It changed. Um, you know, for the good and the bad, it gives kids more opportunities to show their, you know, showcase their skills. And you just got to know as a coach, you know, you just got to make the right decisions. Yeah. Um, when you look back on your coaching career thus far, is there one lesson that stands out the most to you that you've learned over your coaching career? Um, just to really focus on the kids you have and, and, and making sure that you put the right kids on the field that have been buying in all season long. And making sure you trust your, uh, you know, just your program and your culture that those kids are going to make the right choices. And they may not be the best athlete all the time, um, but you got to have faith that, you know, the, the body of work you put into each team and each player, you know, when, the, when it comes down to it, it pays off for you. It's interesting when I talk to different coaches uh, around the Southeast and pick their brain about different schemes and what they're running and why they're running what they're running. And high school is different than college, especially college now with the portal and being able to get the kind of guys you want to get to fill out your roster and to uh, run the kind of scheme that you want to run. But yep. with, with you, have you found year over year that you have to, do you have to reinvent the offense? Do you have to reinvent the defense? Do you, are you still able to keep a lot of your identity based on, even if your personnel really does change a lot year over year? Cause you're not as in control of who moves into the area and who yeah. your, your guys are. Are you, would you say like, when you, you gotta have, you yeah. gotta have your core stuff, you know, you mm-hmm. can't, I mean, year to year is a little different. Like, I mean, you may be a man team one year, zone team the next, but your cause of, what you are as a program needs to stay the same. Um, Mm. And I believe in that Um, X's and O's, it's always going to change. You know, I think good coaches adjust to their talent. Like you said, we don't get a chance to pick our kids. We have the, Mm. you know, every year is a different, you know, a little bit of a different tweak to everything you try to do as far as each team. But, um, you know, our core principles at Denmark are what they are, you know, hard work, focus, team first, um, you know, all those things that every probably every school in the country talks about and you, you try to stick to them and X's and O's is really something that, um, you know, you just got to know your talent, know what they can and cannot do, uh, their strengths and weaknesses. And, and that's what I think we do a good job here is knowing what our kids can and cannot do. And don't try not to put them in bad positions. Have you found it's easier to play man with the majority of your kids versus zone? I mean, a man's easier to teach, yeah. but for us, it's not our best. You know, we do play a lot of different things man-wise because you have to now. Mm. Um, offenses are built, you know, they just, you can't sit in zone all the time. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, some teams, like I said, you have guys that can run, you, you play man. You have guys that, you know, more smarter and play with their eyes, you play more zone. So um, it, it depends on year to year. Is there a personnel grouping that you feel the most comfortable with offensively running? Um, I mean, we like to spray cause the kids like playing in spread. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, that's, what's fun for the kids and that's something that's big. Um, so we, we you know, we like to spread offense now. The time has changed. It's all spread. So we, we just kind of get in line with everybody else. Yeah. Um, is it one of those things where you have to lean in like a couple of years in, you have to really just kind of 
when it comes to reads at the quarterback position, are, are you comfortable? Is it usually like if they're young, if you're starting a sophomore, it's like, all right, run one read and you're out or, and you gradually build it up where it's like, all right, here's yeah, an option. I mean, our offensively, we have a young quarterback last year, Jacob Nelson. He, he did a really good job, but he can't scan the whole field. I mean, yeah. we we're doing one read type deals this year. Mm-hmm. It's a little better. Um, you know, but it, it's hard in high school. You just don't have to block it in the time to go one way and come back the other. So mm-hmm. yeah, we, we keep it as simple as possible for him. Um, and uh, you know, the older they get, the more they can do, of course, but that's a progression that you have to see as a coach and, and, and learn to adapt to how quick your kid learns and don't put too much on his plate too well, early, especially. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are you looking for most out of him this summer and this fall? Um, just to be a leader, just to be steady like he was last year. I mean, Jacob had a good sophomore season with a young team. Um, you know, we're expecting more out of him as the leader of this team and, and then what he has to do on a Friday night is make the people around him better. And he knows that. Um, what are you most excited about this fall at Denmark? Is there one game you're most excited about? What are what gets you? Uh, uh, I mean, not really excited. one game. Our whole schedule is tough for us. It's all, mm-hmm. it's all start for us. You know, we're playing all these teams for the first time. And I'm just excited about, you know, getting back to football and mm-hmm. getting these kids, um, you know, back in the locker room and, and doing the things we need to do to try to compete every game. Uh, I think we got a solid group of kids and I know they're going to work hard for us and the coaching staff is working hard. So hopefully things pan out a little bit of luck, a little bit of hard work and we should have a successful season. I don't know how I feel about this Cambridge color scheme. Y'all are going to be matching on the field. In the yeah, opener. it's pretty weird. I don't know why they did that with two colors, but we'll figure it yeah. out. I mean, <laughs> we're going to have to do something, but yeah, it's a little different. They have the same colors we have. So, um, you know, hopefully Jacob knows not to throw it to them. <laughs> You're going to be a, uh, a lot of, a lot of run. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. A lot of run installs for week one. Um, so what are your, what are some of your favorite spots around Denmark and the area? What have you, what have you um, really enjoyed? I mean, there's about? a lot of good places to eat, a lot yeah. of good places to relax. I mean, it's a family already in a place. I mean, my family, mm-hmm. we go out all the time on Saturdays and, and do things, uh, are you you a know, late family guy? wise. Huh? Are you a late guy? I haven't been there yet. I'm more of an okay. ocean guy but i i do love the lake we're doing a little culture retreat on the lake in the end of july which is going to be fun mm. um so yeah I'm, I'm working my way that way you know everything's been football 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 i'm finally getting settled in life besides football mm. so i'm starting to venture out a little bit okay what what does venture out entail are you going fishing or are you uh, reading maybe a, lot a little more bit of fishing i mean you know i'm driving probably further than 30 minutes of my house in the school you know i'm kind of back and forth from home to school but um, with me and my wife and family, we're starting to get out a little more, starting to, you know, reach out a little bit more and, you know, went to downtown Atlanta a couple of times and, you know, mm-hmm. just Alpharetta and, you know, just some different things, different areas of where we're at to check it out. Okay. Uh, you get your perfect off day. Like you don't think about football, do whatever you want. What do you do? Um, I mean, I, I mean, you know, I may go work out or, you know, just fix up my house. I just moved into a new house. So I always have something to do. Uh, okay. Yeah, so when, I'm out, when I'm out of football, I kind of break away from it. You know, I mm. try to, you know, sit and hang out with the family. But um, I try to, you know, I got to have my mind away from football a little bit. I kind of, you know, I need that little that little peace of mind once in a while. But nothing real. Usually fishing, stuff like that. But I haven't got into that here yet. Um, Are you a reader? Yeah, I will read. I will read mostly all sports books, though, you know. Mm. But, um, yes, I will read from time to time. Um, you know, I need to do that a little more. Once mm. I have more time, but yeah, those are the things I usually do, but just, you know, trying to get settled out here the last year and a half, it's been kind of crazy. I'm just getting my feet 
planning on solid ground so I can get back to some mic time. I get you. I get you. Um, is there a game day routine for you? Do you have like a superstition that you... No, not really. No. Not really. We're just kind of, you know, we keep to a routine all the mm-hmm. way around in the program. I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not too superstitious, you know, but I do like keeping things the same. So I guess I'm a little superstitious, but nothing too crazy. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, what has the community support been like at Denmark? Fantastic. Fantastic. Anything we need as a program, anything this program needs um, to head in the right direction. It's been no questions asked. It's been, Coach, what do you need? Support 100%. It's been great. Okay. Um, what uh, what position group would you say is the strongest going into this summer? Which position uh, we're group are you well in? balanced. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll line back and core is pretty good. I'll D line core is really good. Mm. Um, you know, we, we're pretty balanced all the way around, but right now I think it's the D line from last year. Do y'all run um, a lot of stunts? Yeah, we run a lot of stunts. We got a lot of athletic kids. We're not as big as you would want to be, but mm-hmm. um, we're returning um, a bunch of good football players in that group. I mean, we're returning. We had 40-something sacks last year. I think we're returning hmm. over. I, I just looked at it, We're like 37, 38 sacks returning from last year's team. So we're pretty talented at that position in that grouping. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, so we got – that under control but i i'm gonna throw this at you are you a dog yeah. or a cat guy dog i feel like i knew you were gonna say that you don't yeah, strike definitely me as a, cat a dog guy, guy. cats are, yeah i don't i'm allergic to cats so definitely <laughs> not a cat do you have any dogs yes what kind of dogs yep. i got a golden doodle one one golden doodle what's his yeah. or her name maverick maverick yeah okay yep are you a big top gun guy no, no, no. I was from my old school. I okay. won a state championship. My principal bought us a dog, so it was fitting to name it the name of the school. Wait, the principal got you a dog? Yeah, yeah. She bought he was us like, a y'all dog. need to add, uh, you got to get some more. Well, she yeah. had one. My wife loved it. My wife uh-huh. worked at the school. She's seen it. We won a state championship this year and um, buy you guys a dog. So she uh, she did what she said she was going to do. That's that's awesome. It's great. I, I yeah. was, that's awesome. Um do you have a favorite cheat meal? What's that? Do you have a favorite cheat meal? A what meal? I can't hear you broke cheat up. Cheat meal, like a cheat meal. Like if you're, I know you're still working out and you're a head football coach, but if you can get anything, like you're just like, I, this is my go-to meal. It's like a, a oh, last oh, meal. Oh, forget yeah. I'm Italian. Macaroni yeah. all the way. Yeah, of course. Which one did you say? I like macaroni. You talk about my favorite meal. Just macaroni. Meal. Yeah, yeah, I love spaghetti. I'm Italian. So anything with a, anything with any type of carb like that, I'll eat anything like that. Okay. Isn't there a good Italian place, Dominic's, I want to say? Uh, I haven't found one. I mean, I found a couple, but, you yeah. know, it's kind of tough. I usually don't go out and eat Italian because we cook it all the time. But, yeah, um, you know, I'm used to a certain type of Italian. So I, I, I rarely go out. Maybe we'll go out and have a pizza from time to time. But I don't mm. venture off too far when it comes to that. What do you put on your pizza? Me? I like yeah. crushed peppers, pepperoni. I eat any type of pizza. Just no anchovies. Yeah, no anchovies. No. Nobody wants anchovies. Nope. Um, well, what are your expectations this fall? Do you go into, cause I know it just, depending on which coach I ask, I, it's so difficult to, to figure out. Cause obviously you still have the summer and injuries and everything else is still a part of this. Do you have expectations that you keep to yourself that you're like, this is kind of where we should be. And this is what we should win. Yeah, I mean, we, get? Really all expectations. And I tell you just to get better every day and just mm-hmm. to play hard on Fridays and let the score figure itself out. You know, we don't talk state championships. We're not, we're not talking about none of that. We're just worrying about getting better each and every day. Um, and if we do that, the wins will come and the trophies will come. Uh, we don't, 
think ahead. We don't talk ahead of any games. You know, our main focus right now is June 6th and mm. June 6th is June 7th. And, you know, that's, that's our culture and that's what we like at Denmark. And like you said, every coach is different, but we focus on the day-to-day basis and getting better and, and, and making sure our kids understand just to take one day out of a time and, um, the wins and the, and, and the good things will happen if you do things like that. So, uh, we're pretty solid with, with that mentality. We don't, we don't, you know, we're thinking about June 6th and then after that we'll think about June 7th and so forth and so on. Okay. Is there one player that you, uh, are, mo- that people don't know about yet that they'll probably know about soon? I mean, yeah, we have a, we have a bunch of those guys. I mean, a lot of, a lot of our players that played last year, people know about, um, but yeah, we have, we have some good players. Um, I mean, there's so many of them that we have mm. in that type of realm, you know, uh, Jacob Nelson's a kid that I think should mm. come on the scene, our quarterback. I, I'm expecting big things out of him, and and um, we'll see what happens. All right. Coach, how do the good folks uh, listening from the Georgia area, the Forsyth, Gwinnett, uh, greater Atlanta area, how can they support your program uh, this summer and going forward? I mean, just coming out and watching us. If you got a free Friday night, we're pretty exciting. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something that we want to try to build our brand, so everybody's welcome to come watch us play. There you go. There you go. Coach B, thank you for the time, and uh, we'll have to check back in again soon. Thank you. Anytime. Appreciate you. All right. That'll do it for today's edition here on the Chase Most Podcast. Thank you again to Coach Mike Palmieri for coming on today's edition of the podcast. I greatly appreciate it, uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed uh, listening to our conversation here on the Wednesday, May 25th edition of the Chase Most Podcast. Make sure you uh, go subscribe support uh, Denmark if you can and uh, all the great high school football being played in the home state of Georgia this fall so uh, don't forget folks part three coming up right after this uh, NBA and all that good stuff coming up right after this if you missed the last episode guess what it's right here in the feed with uh, Fangraph's John Taylor so go check that out if you missed that earlier uh, jam-packed show for you guys today so hope you guys have enjoyed the ride thus far uh, make sure to leave this show a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if uh, that is how you listen to today's episode. It helps other people find the show, and it helps this show continue to grow. Thank you, as always, and part three coming up in just one second. Over there, how'd I do? Nicely done, nephew. Chase Thomas Podcast. Hell yeah.